us what is de Dead Ringer. <laughs> and, you know, that was when our first, the Dead Ringer, what was that kind of when our first um, videos, I think, right? Probably so. Yeah, yeah, one of our first videos where we had, like, pictures and everything. But, so, Georgia, get us started. Tell us about A Stolen Life. Sure, okay. Well, first of all, I want to say, this was a box office hit, even though the critics uh, didn't really like it as much as as everybody else did. Um, she did praise it in her autobiography. And this is also the only time that she produced her own film. Oh. Um, she was so overworked that it turned out to be the only film in her career that she ended up producing. So let's get right into the actual plot and the scenario. Um, the action takes place off the coast of Massachusetts. And for those of you who are not familiar with Betty, Betty herself is a native of Massachusetts. Actually, she hails from Lowell, Massachusetts. Mm. So she has the perfect accent and intonations for somebody from Massachusetts. Okay. So this is her wheelhouse. So, okay, off the coast of Massachusetts, we have Betty, and she is playing twins. And let me go ahead and explain, before I get into the plot, let me tell you about the twins. Okay, um... They are identical twins. They have the same hairdo. They dress alike. They don't talk alike. But anyway, so we have <laughs> Kate. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Kate, who is, she's quiet. She's wholesome. She's kind of reserved. She's undemanding. But she's also kind of repressed and a little on the mousy side. Okay, then we have her sister, Pat. And Pat is glamorous she's seductive she wears more makeup she's kind of selfish frivolous kind of thoughtless and she's kind of a vain vixen okay mm -hmm. so now that you know the difference between the two twins okay um so kate arrives in this very picturesque massachusetts town and she meets a handsome lighthouse inspector named bill and he's played by Glenn Ford. And let me tell you, Glenn Ford is eight years younger than Betty mm -hmm. in real life. Okay. So they're immediately attracted to each other. And the next day he meets the more glamorous Pat and he mistakes her for kind of a dressed up Kate. Okay. okay. So what happens is when he falls in love with Kate, well, they become rivals for the same man. So yes, you have a love triangle. And that is until that scheming evil twin of a sister, Pat, steals them away from Kate. Mm. Okay. Now, okay. Fate intervenes when Kate and Pat go sailing and they, are, they get caught up in a violent and a sudden violent storm. And as it turns out, only one twin makes it to shore. You guys have to guess which one it is because the other one then tries to steal the other's life. That's how we get the title, A Stolen Life. I'll take and your man. So, oh, wow. I know. So what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Girl, that is crazy. What a, it is. What a wild, wild storyline. And um, so... Whilst Georgia it was talking about, and Georgia, if you have any other um, trivia, go ahead on, because I'm going to pull up some slides uh, and, and try to give people some perspective on 
what's going on. So go ahead, Georgia. For sure. Yeah. Well, you know, if you like movies that have some music and art, you know, because she picked Max Steiner, she picked her favorite designer, Ori Kelly, to do the costuming. Um, she was also involved with the casting. She originally, they were supposed to have gotten um, another actor who you know, his name is Dennis Morgan, but she mm -hmm. turned him down. And so they were going to go with Robert Alda. Okay. Decided to cast him in the movie Gilda with Rita Hayworth, which he filmed the very same year. Anyway, so um, the the way that they do this is they film the exterior shots not off New England, believe it or not, but in Laguna Beach, California, where Betty was actually living at the time. And that also is my favorite beach in California. It's so scenic and beautiful. I love it. Anyway, um, so a little bit more trivia about this movie. Um, there is a couple of things that you really ought to know. Uh, this movie was nominated for Best Special Effects, but unfortunately it lost to Blythe Spirit. And a lot of people are wondering, they do the technology of this movie so well to do Betty and Betty and the, the twins together in the very same frame, the very same scene. They used a technique where they did matting. They would first film Betty in one half of the scene and then they had it blanked out and then she would film the other half and they would impose it on the blank side. So you have a split screen and, and that's I'm how they did it. I'm trying to find uh, something like that. And it's crazy. They, they don't have any of these. Uh, let's see. Do they have any on these pictures that I have? Mm, no. Okay. But go ahead, George. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, so this was done at a time when uh, Betty's career, I mean, she acts up a storm. She's doubly brilliant. And she's competing with Joan Crawford, who had just uh, been, she was doing Mildred Pierce at this time. And so after this, it would be four years before she was going to go on to do All About Eve. So this is kind of gives you a timeline in her career. Okay. Um, this movie, in some ways, I think it tries to get around the production code, but I want you to be watching to see if you think there's a couple of questions that pop up hmm. to see if maybe, yeah, they kind of did some things to get around it. Um, because remember, at some point, you know, she she had the, one of the twins has a relationship with Glenn Ford, but I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to watch and see what we're talking about here. Yeah. Okay. But when the two, when they put Betty and Betty together in the same scene, it is electricity. She is amazing in that even though they both seem to look alike, they're identical twins, she brings out in her acting all these nuances with their mannerisms, the way they speak. She does so much to convince you that these are two separate people and only a master class actress like Betty can pull it off because she's actually playing three roles. She's doing Kate, she's doing Pat, and then she's doing one of the twins playing the other twin. 
Right. She sure is. I didn't even think about she, it like that. Yes, she is actually. And so in a way, you know, it reminded me of when I watched this movie, there's a scene where one of the twins is looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and he says, the other people think the real me is dead and they think, and then I'm playing this other person. And so what she, it's, it's kind of like Hitchcock in a way, because there's kind of like a um, identity crisis going on. Okay. And, and so to me, I, I don't know, it just kind of occurred to me, you know, that there was uh, something really very interesting, you know, going on here that you, you haven't seen really up to this point. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so it's like the anxiety of being an imposter. Imposter syndrome is what she's going through. Yeah. Um, so, um, th- yeah, I just kind of wanted to point that out for you to be watching some of these things. And um, we have a very interesting character. Some of the people that she brings up, they're just wonderful. She's got Walter Brennan. Yes. She's got um, uh Charlie Ruggles, who I just love him in this role. Right. And then she's got uh, Dane Clark, who plays Karnak. He kind of challenges her, and you wonder if he's going to be a love interest. Right, right. And what I'm sharing on screen, and this is a shout-out to Be Kind Rewind. Go and check out her channel. She does this, uh, it's called the Doppelganger Motif, and she breaks down a stolen life, and she and we're going to get into it um, about the modern sensibilities, the relationships between um, uh, Bill and Pat and Bill and um, girl, what's the Catherine? What's her name? The, the sister, Katie, 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 Katie. And, um, and then just breaks all that down, but she looks at it through a more contemporary lens. And to be honest with you, a, a, a feminist type lens and you can take it how you want it. But um, so go and check out her channel because she has that on there. She um, did a really good um, job with that. So you kind of saw Betty um, uh, in the background playing the two characters. And here's um, Walter Brennan, like uh, Georgia mentioned before. He blew up and became Oscar winner later on in the uh, first in the, um, the, the Humphrey Bogart pictures and so on and so forth. But what and um so George, I just want to go back to what you said and here's Betty um in a in a two scene with her other twin Pat and Katie. But George, I want to go back to what you were saying about um her playing these three roles and what I got out of out of this uh You know, seeing it now, because I've seen it maybe three times, and like we say, you always see it through a different lens, you know, in a different parts of your life. I saw this more, and we're going to talk about the um, the fashions as well, but I saw this more as, not, not more, but I kind of saw it from the male perspective a lot, how Glenn Ford felt how uh, the guy who Katie was having, what was, what was his um, last name? I forget. Um, who Katie was having an affair with. Karnak. Car- no, 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 no. No, no. Pat, Pat, Pat. I'm, girl, I'm Pat. getting okay, confused. Pat. When Pat was cheating on Glenn, Bill, Glenn Ford's character with that guy, I forget his name, you know, the, the guy who who said he left his wife and all that. Oh, guys, and I'm sorry, we, you know, we, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But anyway, 
looking at it through the men's point of view, did you feel any kind of way or, or you were you focused mainly on the the women, how they saw things? I tried to look at it from both sides, mm-hmm. you know, because I could see for the first time, I thought it was his best, best acting too, when he seems to be angry, okay. you know, about, you know, what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, and, and I, I looked at it in the way of like, here's the life lesson here. You know, the person that can be, you know, kind of flirty and kind of fun, are they going to make the best mate for you? You know, mm-hmm. and I thought he learns a very expensive lesson here in in the twin that he is with okay you know and then and i thought my gosh you know here's this wonderful woman who just she's so loyal and devoted and everything and then you know the and i kind of thought it was kind of sexist in a way when they talk about well he tells katie that she's the cake but her sister pat is the frosting on the cake yeah and that's what uh be kind rewind uh i'll start saying bkr she felt some kind of way about that now let me ask you had he said that differently because i got what he meant by it but do you think he should have said that differently or should have not said that at all I think he should not have said it at all. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there's a couple of scenes in there where my heart was just breaking for poor Kate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a scene when he asked her to help him pick out a gift oh, for her sister. Gosh. Oh, my heart was, was breaking for her. And the look, like I said, a master class in acting, the look Betty gave him when he said it, because she was so happy to see him again. <laughs> he just did that. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is so, 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 so bad. <laughs> like, you moron. But on the other hand, okay, so let me ask you this as a woman, and I wish Norma was here because we could have got a, a male's point of view. Um, do you think Pat, the more docile twin, do you think she should have spoken up for herself? Like, do, does she bear some responsibility of that not going the way she wanted because her own, uh, the cousin played by Charlie Ruggles, uh, Charles Ruggles, how do you say his name? Um, he told us that why, why does Pat have to win everything? He told her to go for it. Didn't he shoot a shot? My answer to that is yes. She should have fought for her man. Mm-hmm. She should have intervened and, uh, told her sister, I saw him first, back off, or you're in for a fight. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. She should have fought for her man. And I do blame her quite a bit for letting her chance at happiness pass her by. You know, one of the scenes that I thought was kind of, oh, this is a scene yes. where, oh, my gosh, yes. Betty, she just, oh, oh it's so brilliantly, my. and it just breaks your heart. Oh, I was like, and, and, and. She handled it like a lady, you know. Uh, yeah, and that's how it was written. But you know, he this dude does not have a clue. And so, so oh, he's stupid male, blah blah blah. No, he and and I don't don't do that to a man. Women, we now women when we do that stuff, a lot of we so I I admit, I women we are more because we're more in tune and we know how to really go for the juggler. Well, the man has the more physical strength. The man, and I'm not saying men on the ass thoughts are they stupid, but women are more cunning when it comes down to that, that shady stuff. That's a female thing. So we did this to a dude on purpose. 
<laughs> to make him feel some kind of way. But no, this dude didn't even have a clue how he was insulting this woman. <laughs> Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, there was something very telling. You know, there's the wedding that's going on. Oh, yeah, and, find you know, that. the sister's getting ready to throw the bouquet. Oh, my God. And the way she wants to throw it right, right at her twin sister and the way she kind of steps aside, that's like the big message right there. Yes. And I'm going, whoa. Oh, here, here's the wedding. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and Pat steps aside. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I don't know. So there, there's the wedding. And uh, let's see if I can play it. Yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) The shade of it all. (laughs) Wow. Wait, let's look at that again, girl. That was so, this is so like Dallas Young and the Restless bull bull stuff, girl. That good soap opera just cat. Girl, I love that. That is, that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> super, super, super shady, girl. Just super shady. And again, be kind of rewind. You know, does a more contemporary um take on it. We 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 more of a feminist view, you know, and now some things I agree with, some things I don't. But um, you know, go and look at it. And Steve Hayes, shout out to Steve Hayes. Uh his channel channel, um, go check him out. He does a, a good review on that. On, on a stolen life as well, but um, Georgia, go ahead, girl, because I'll find try to find us some more shady stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, um, this movie is just so much fun because it just shows you about relationships because of the folly of trying to bring about something good through a lie mm-hmm. and how it will backfire and will just not work and when you watch the movie you will see that and um you know i did see some progression in the characters which is i thought really a a very good thing i thought uh through this marriage glenn's ford character really grew quite a bit i could see how katie herself grew so much she kind of changed or evolved into like a a little bit more of a more determined person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I, I really, gosh, you know, the writing was very different. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a couple of questions I had to ask. Okay. Speaking of shady, mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody asked this question. I'm going to say it. Okay. So what was she thinking? Like when she's trying to um, pass herself off as her sister and like, <laughs> you don't think that he's gonna notice like little subtle things you know he's not gonna notice i mean i I totally yeah it's it's you gotta turn part of your brain off for this because absolutely but i think the way they get away get away with it georgia is that these people it it, look this marriage was doomed from the start because he already got you in your in the mind that um he should be. He should would be. He should be with Katie, okay. And Pat only got with him to spite Katie. All right, we 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 know that. So, I think the way because you're right, that's kind of funny right there. I think the way they got away with that is that these people were not having marital relations. These people, it was 
probably the honeymoon was over as soon as the rice was thrown. When she threw that bouquet, she threw pretty much, I think, symbolically threw that marriage away. So if you haven't really been living with somebody as a, as a, as a married couple, as man and woman, you don't really know their body. You don't really know their, you know, how they move and, you know, have daily living. So, girl, that was so easy to pull the wool over uh, Glenn Ford. I, if she could have got away. The only, and I guess, like you said, what threw him off because y'all haven't been being loving towards each other. So, so does that make sense or am I not, am I reaching? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, because they were on the point of divorcing anyway, mm -hmm. you know, and he's are, And so, so she's very shocked when she finds out, oh no, you know, my sister really blew this and I'm stepping into something that's already like, it's ending. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to have any part of her. She realizes like, oh no. Maybe the sex was bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we know that's a lie because let's fast forward. Let's go to the other man. We'll get to the Dane Clark's character as well. But no, girl. So, guys, this movie is over like 70-something years old. So we're trying not to do spoilers. We're going to try really hard. But apparently, uh, Pat was a, was very friendly with the guys. Let's just say that. Right, Georgia? Oh, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't a sex thing. Sex thing. So, you know, I was trying to be funny, but no, the movie, you can't say that. Pat got around. And, and girl, the scene, I'm trying to find it, when Katie, the more docile sweet sister, who Glenn Ford should have been with, girl, when she tells him that, she just let him have it. And she said, I don't know how you, you're the laughing stock of the whole town. She said, I don't know how you don't know it, and blah, blah, blah. And, girl, the look on Glenn Ford. So I, I, I saw this on Prime Video, Georgia. Where did you see it? Um, I saw it. No, I recorded it from Turner Classic Movies a while back. That's oh, how I saw it. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, my library is gone from there. But anyway, yeah, so I saw it on Amazon Prime. It's also on Apple TV, and it's also on uh, YouTube. Um, But, yeah, so... Katie, I mean, Pat, 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 I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. When you see Glenn Ford's face, when Kate, cause so he still, he, he doesn't know. No, wait, at that point, does he know that she's Katie? When she tells him that the whole town's laughing at you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I no, 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 he, he doesn't know it. Nope. He doesn't know it. You know what part I'm talking about? She, cause, cause Pat, Katie slash Pat is leaving. She's getting her bags and she's walking out and he said, Oh, okay. You leaving. Cause you back with your boyfriend. She's like, no, that's not it. And he starts going at it. And then she just explodes and say, you've been a laughing stock all this time. She said, uh, um, well, I can't remember now guys. If y'all know, did he know at that point or he didn't? Cause I think. She he had to have known because he started referring to Pat in the sec in a third person, right? Ooh, I can't remember for well, anyway, sure. Anyway, he got he got he got told your your woman was for the streets, <laughs> and the look it looked like he was about to start crying. Poor thing, <laughs> and I, girl. I was like, oh, they have torn this poor man apart. Katie with her pass passivity, Pat with her aggression, and then her past sins. They have told, so I felt, I really felt, felt sorry for Bill only a little bit because he, <clears throat> he let sex, and now I'm going back to that, how men with sex, he let the, the, the 
sexy thing, the tomato, the tomato in ermine, if you will, disguising all her class and, you know, Boston blue-bloodedness or whatever. Get him. And you know it was sex. And and against his better judgment, and you know, girl, this happens to men. Well, women too, but in this regard, this happens to men all the time. All the time they think with the wrong head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pick the wrong broad. So let's go back to another um, another guy. Because um, I'm telling you, I, I just see it through a male's perspective now. This is the guy, and I don't feel sorry for him because they're both adulterers, who Pat was having an affair with while she was married to Bill, Glenn Ford's character. And this man got this man to divorce his wife. And now Katie, who's acting as Pat, is like, you know, girl, be careful what you ask for. Because she thought she was going to walk right into Pat's shoes and just start living, right? Oh, yeah. Didn't know her sister had a whole... This is, this should be called a whole other stolen life. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers! So I felt sort of kind of bad for this dude, but not really, because you're an adulterer, sir. You know, but anyway, what are, what are your thoughts on this guy? Oh, he got what he deserved. <laughs> but yeah, in a way, I do feel sorry for him because here he divorces his wife because he thinks he's going to end up with Pat and it's not going to happen. So it's like, womp, womp. No, <laughs> that didn't work out too well, did it? I know, girl. I thought, I thought uh, at some point, I said, now nah, at some point, somebody, now I'm not advocating for violence. I said, but at some point, they're they either going to shake her like she shook Miriam Hopkins in, uh, in that other oh. movie. Or throw a book at her, like, cause girl, she was doing the absolute most. Pat was wild. Oh my gosh. So wait, now let's go to the other guy. What did you think about Karnak? The um, and I don't know if we have any pictures of him on here. Let's see. Um, do you? What do you think about his character, Dane Clark's character? He he was kind of irritating at times, to be mm -hmm. perfectly honest. Because he was very sarcastic, I think almost to the point of being cruel. Okay. Um, but he yeah. challenged her, which was really good because he was saying, you know, your art could be, could be so much better. It's mm -hmm. not there yet. But you know what I didn't like about him? Hmm. He said something that really, really disturbed me. Um, and he said something about like, you're not really a woman. Yeah. And I think he was challenging her challenging her because it's like if you're a real woman then you know you're gonna like respond to me like a woman does to a man and like i think that was like who's making sexual overtures to her yeah but but so when he said that that really bothered me like you don't hit somebody like below the <laughs> below the belt like that that was like a really cruel blow mm -hmm. but then at the then after um you know, we lose Pat and we just have Katie. Do you remember where there's, after he thought she died, he paints that picture of her and the yes. way it's painted. Mm -hmm. You can see the depth of his feelings that he had for her. He really, yeah. really must have had strong feelings for her when you look at that painting. Do you think they should have went further with that story? Now, is this, was this a book? Because I know you always do the research. And I, I, I wanted to find, I said, was this a book? Or was this just yes, a screenplay? Yes, it was. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It was a book. I think it was like a, it was Danish and yes. um, it was adapted and they did another movie many years before. So this is actually a remake of that earlier movie. Uh, but yes, it was adapted from a book. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and I just had a picture of Dane Clark, um, but it won't let me go back to, and people like to say he's a poor, he was a poor man's, uh, <laughs> a poor man's John Garfield. Uh, I don't know about all that. Um, I liked his movies. Uh, well, that's him older right here. Um, and I'm trying to find a picture of him in a, in a story. But no, I totally agree with you, what you're saying about his character. Because, girl, I'd have been like, if you don't get out of my face with your poor broke self. Yes. Like, And, and I'm, I love how they say that, that model she chewed him out. So she was saying what the audience was saying, the, the model he, he and Betty Davis were, were working on. She said everything that we were thinking. Like, who are you? You know, so I love that. Because he, I, I, again, I, I, this movie was very intelligent to me because you were able to read in between the lines. I understood what Dane Clark's character was saying, but I didn't think he had a right to say it. And by Pat being... I mean, sorry, Katie just being, you know, so sweet and more docile. You know, he got to do it and do that to her. But I don't think his character was really even necessary. Do, what, do, what do you think about that? Was his character necessary? You know, to be perfectly honest, no. They did never tie up the loose ends with him very yeah. well. And so it was just kind of like like they stuck him on there. It was very strange the way there was no resolution to that. Right. Very odd. And he's just this like broke freeloader guy. She's being nice to him. And then he's being all insulting to her. And I thought, well, you can get out of my house. Absolutely. You can straight up bounce, bro. You know, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Let's, before we get out of here, let's talk about the fashion. Um, And I I did not find, I'm going to try to find some more, pictures let me see some images um whilst we're doing that so my favorite outfit uh was her when she was um when she when she was in mourning the mourning veil and it was some killer furs in here i mean just coats and furs and everything and so uh, absolutely i'm down with that but when she had that that the mourning um outfit on and she had the veil that was to the head i love that so it, it was um it was katie who was you know um i'm sorry yeah it was supposed to be girl get confused it was it was uh pat katie acting as pat mourning for kate mourning for katie <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i knew i was gonna screw it up i don't even care i knew i was gonna screw it up but the, you know the outfit i'm talking about i'm gonna try to find it yeah, I do know which outfit you're talking about. Yeah, she had some killer outfits. I liked them. Yeah, who did? And you know, I, what I wanted to also say is, you know, with the pants, you know, yeah. she really made them look so good, like Catherine Hepburn. I yes. think she really helped popularize and bring pants back. You know, with mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Um. So she wore some. I'm trying to, I'll find a few clothes. Um, on here. Like I said, that's not a lot, but you're right. The pants. She did do a lot of good pants work, and they had her, um, uh, I don't know why, this is on a Walmart website. <laughs> like, you could buy this dress from Walmart. 
Girl, this is hilarious. Let me just share this with you all. She so she wore a lot of ruffled, uh, um, off the shoulder ruffle stuff, and we know um Betty had a nice size chest, and um. So look at that. How old was she when she did this, um, Georgia? Oh, good. I she yeah, was uh, in her late thirties yeah. when she did it. Right. And I all I kind of so yes, guys. Can you buy this dress at Walmart? Absolutely not, but you can buy the print. Apparently, so hilarious. Um, like I said, I'm gonna try to start looking for some more stuff. Um, this hat when she goes to let me let me do a better a better picture of it. Um, the hat ensemble she has, I love this, and I hope. These they probably were in black. They probably she probably was black because she was in mourning. And let me find this one. And she looks really really pretty on here as well. So for those of you, shout out to our people who are our online listeners. Um, so she has this hat on with this like, yeah, look at that, Georgia. Don't you love that? This is so simple. So it's a little black dress, uh, kind of like a A line dress, and this big. A disc of a hat but it's not overpowering because you know Betty Davis has those huge eyes I hated her hair in this but I guess that was a style but what do you think about this outfit I love it and I think that the two little I don't know if they're buttons or brooches that she yes. has right there at the v-neck mm -hmm. just perfectly sets it off I just love it right and even when she went um sailing let's find she had some nautical outfits. Let's see if we can find that. And this is a look she would wear a lot, even when she got older, because I guess because she is from Boston, and this is something that attire that they would wear by, by them going by the um by the water. So she had these. So like you were saying, those pants ensembles, bringing those back, really good. And I cannot find that that uh, morning outfit that I want to find. But um, Georgia, we can start wrapping it up because we, if we're talking anymore, I think I will divulge uh, too much. So I will let you start wrapping it up. I want to end on a humorous note. If any of you are familiar with the Carol Burnett show, they did the most funniest spoof or send up of this movie. Oh, and no, they caught it. Find it. They, you have to, after you watch this movie, please, I'm telling you, you have to watch Carol Burnett play both the twins she Stop. calls it a swiped life <laughs> it ah! is the most hilarious thing oh my gosh Let's see if we can find it oh my you gosh. have to find it the carol burnett show a swiped life here we go let's she, see it we is might, we might i laughed my head off when i saw it you have to see this because <sighs> it is the perfect way to cap this movie off Oh, is is it this one? It said, hi, Patsy. Girl, we might get copyright. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> we probably going to get copyright struck, but it'll be totally worth it. <laughs> Let's see. Let me pause it first. <laughs> Girl, I'm glad you brought that up. That's the perfect way to, to uh, end this. Let's see. We'll, we'll probably get copyright struck. <laughs> She does Carol Burnett's facial expression. You hear it? So perfectly. It talks to me, you know. It says, hi, Patsy. 
Did you hear it? It says, hi, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so great. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it says it's lonely just like me. It's my best friend. Patsy, you will have to admit that there's something a little flaky about a girl your age whose best friend is a lighthouse. I won't get copyright struck. Probably too late, but girl. So what's it called, uh, Georgia? Swiped life? A swiped life. Hilarious. Yes, oh my. And I know is. I've seen it because I've watched Carol Bon and probably every episode as a kid. And girl, that's so she did Mildred Fierce, Little Foxies. Oh my gosh. Thank you for bringing that up because Carol Burton, she's just a national treasure just wonderful shout out to her she was on uh better call Saul at banner last season man and baby i don't want to do any spoilers but yes carol Burnett was on better call Saul, and she wasn't being comedic she she was a bad arse okay you still haven't seen the last season of better call Saul, huh georgia no, I haven't. Girl, she was on there, and she did that. She did that. Well, guys, that is it, Georgia. Anything else before we get on out of here? Nope, that's a wrap for me. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So go and check out A Stolen Life with our girl, Betty, and let's see what we have coming up for you before we get out of here, Georgia, because um, we've been trying to do better at uh, putting up our um schedule so if you go to our facebook page you will see the all the schedule for the up until i believe i believe until february but our next movie our next live hopefully if uh stream yard and facebook can do it will be taxi driver starring none other than mr robert de niro uh in his younger years when his uh just groundbreaking performance as travis bickle so we're going from extreme to, ex I mean, this, this is a total shift, right? <laughs> oh, completely. You couldn't be more further away. <laughs> I, I know, absolutely. So Taxi Driver on the 20th, and then more Betty on the 3rd of February, Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. So mark your calendars live on Facebook. Hopefully, that's how our tech works with us. Taxi Driver, 1 p.m. Central Standard. Then on the third, more Betty with Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. Thank you, guys. You know, like us on Facebook. We're on all the um, uh, the podcast platforms, Apple, iHeart, Tune. But if you're going on Facebook, it, at the top of our page, it's pinned. You can catch everything. Thank you, guys, so much. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful time till we see you next time. So I'm Moya. And I'm Georgia. Thank you so much for tuning in to How Betty Davis Saved My Life. Life lesson from classic Hollywood. Take care. <laughs>